right. So great to have you, Martha, on board and, and what a wonderful conversation to be able to have with, with you, my dear friend. And so what, what I'm hoping to do is just, just have a conversation. I personally hugely value your opinion and perspective and your heart around all these things. And you and I have had a little conversation and it seems when things get a little sticky, my first reflex is, I wonder what Martha's thinking. <laughs> I'm going to get a hold of Martha. So, so thank you so much for, for joining me here. And, uh, you know, the first, first, you know, Martha, I'd just like to just start out just with checking in. So just how are, you know, how are you doing? Like, how are you doing? <clears throat> What's happening for you? Well, thank you for uh, this invitation and opportunity to be with you and the congregation and the people. And it's my honor and privilege. Um, <clears throat> it is so unbelievable to me that we are all so new at this. And what feels true is Martha is thinking and doing probably what all you are thinking and doing. And one minute I'm gripped by fear and terror. The next minute I'm in trust. I'm busy doing my work. Um, I'm chopping wood and carrying water, which we have, which I feel very aware of. And the next minute, I'm in distress and anxious and bossing people around. And, you know, it's just what is present in this moment with you is just to say to everybody, and I've been using the disclaimer with clients, I'm right with you. There's, I think that's the beauty and the terror of all this is we're all in this together and we're new at it and nobody, nobody has the answer. Yeah. Well, I, I find that just beautiful in the, in the idea, right, that it's like, uh, I was thinking of this today. Somebody brought it up yesterday and I just thought it was, it was so well said that, that we, when we're in fear, we choose control instead of hope, you know, which I really love and kind of, it's a challenge, right? Like, and maybe you could speak to it some because I, that same thing where like, I'll be doing fine. And then all of a sudden, like my head explodes, I start worrying about this, that, and the other thing catastrophizing, and then I want to control everything. And, and there's always this invitation as well as just to stay in hope and not, not <laughs> really giddy hope like that this all ends tomorrow but but a but a hope that is that is like you know i'm here other people are here somehow we'll figure this out um does that resonate with with you at all yeah i feel like um it is so interesting to just watch different personalities and different makeups deal with this and in our precious home we have very hopeful cheerful people and we have catastrophizers <laughs> and um <clears throat> we have in between and i just really um for the first two and a half weeks have made myself wrong that i'm not more hopeful and 
choosing hope. Like even this idea that you get to choose that. And there might be some in the listening group that say, well, absolutely, that's a choice. I've been studying myself over the last few weeks. And when I am gripped by fear, I reaching out to hope is too far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a long reach. And what then happens is I make myself more wrong. Mm -hmm. And I judge myself more. And I, it is actually not helpful or hopeful. So recently I <clears throat> was given a um, thing that's been making a difference to me, which is just this idea of relentless kindness for myself. And that has brought a space of empty and a moments of rest. Like, I'm, I don't need to figure out how to be hopeful. I'm treading water, you're treading water. Some people are underwater right now, financially, emotionally, with real health issues, etc. And if we keep telling them to feel hopeful, we're missing the boat. Oh, Martha, that's just so spot on. It was it was interesting last week. And, and like, and this is, this is me, right? It, I have a friend who constantly reminds us that we're all doing this the first time you've said it. I, we share a common friend who says that all the time. The idea like there's no, these are the five things never to say, or these are the, like, they're just, there aren't those lists. Right. And so, you know, I, I offer this just in that light. And, and I just found myself having a reaction last week. Somebody sent me a real sort of positive upbeat, like, Hey, we're going to get through this. Life is great. We'll make it. And, and, you know, I find that hard personally because I know people who are afraid they're not. And, and, and it's not, you know, like I especially think, um, you know, people who are small business people who are looking at loss there and it's, that's every bit as traumatic. Like that's something they've built some of them for decades. And, and the, the fear of, of the loss there is, <laughs> huge and and you know i love that phrase of of being relentlessly kind and and you know new church live one of our one of our values is being relentlessly curious you know like like um that we we want to all like curiosities and real important moral virtue as is kindness little sideways plug great line what is a life of worship but a life of kindness like booyah right there oh nice yeah. beautiful beautiful you know, that's, that's it. And I, I think that's really true. And in trying to be curious about, about things, um, and like you said, it's, 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 it's not sort of a silly hopefulness. It's, it's not that any hope, I shouldn't say it that way. It's not, it's not an overwrought hopefulness. Um, but you use the language, which I love, and I'd love for you to like talk a little bit about it. I love your language around trying to figure out, and I think you always say this so soberly, which is what's the invitation here? And it's not sort of a Pollyannish, hey, what's the invitation here? It's like a really heartfelt, like, hey, let's, 
let's think about what the invitation is here. And I'd love to hear you speak to that some. Well, I'm really new at it with you and with everybody. And I don't know what the invitation for you or the people here with us. Um, <clears throat> for me, one of the invitations has been this idea of relentless kindness to myself. And I was thinking about it a week ago when um, the cuteness of living closely with family members comes up and you think, oh, we should be playing games and enjoying each other. And some households, that's what's happening. Um, and God bless you. And, you know, I get it. And at our house, that isn't happening. And we have moments where there's lightness and laughter and, you know, and I realized, oh, I do not have to take on that this is the time to build relatedness. Like we're really related, we're connected, we are close. And this is a time for relentless kindness of, oh, you tread water that way and I tread water this way. What's gonna be a flotation device for you, Chuck, might not be what it is for me. And just if I am genuinely paying attention to being responsible for relentless kindness, then I'm not projecting that all over you either. Yeah. And so I think it actually was a huge kindness for the family in my home to just ease off. Just, oh my love, what can I do for you tonight? Oh, you don't want to watch that shoot 'em up program that your other people want to watch? <laughs> you know, <laughs> forensic files isn't what you want to watch, Martha? Oh, how about you come over here? So, and not in lightness, but be curious about what relentless kindness would be to yourself in this moment, in this moment, in this moment. And stop making lots of rules. There are no rules for this time. We don't know. Be curious. Um, be curious. Somebody thinks it's a good time to write a book, and I am just wiping doorknobs. Yeah. I'm not going to be writing a book right now. <laughs> I might be weird. I'm a little weird. <laughs> anyway, so those are things that I just, that we're new at it, that you're new at it, that I'm new at it. There aren't clear answers. Some, I met an introvert two days ago up the road with lots of distance, and she reported that this is the neatest time for her because she is free to stay at home. She's a homebody, and she doesn't feel guilty or weird for it. Mm. And it's been just fabulous. Yeah. And I just thought, 
yep, we're all new at this. Look, look at that isn't my response, but God bless all of us just trying to figure it out. Oh, Back to you. Yeah, well, that's that's so well said. I just love it. And as you were saying that, you know, and this is real important. I, I want to share this with everybody. It's so easy because we're all on social media right now to to uh, the whole compare and contrast game, I think, gets the ante has gotten up to uh, a discreet degree. And I, I was watching a, some of you probably saw it. You know, it was a was a thing where a, a dad had made like a little ski slope in the backyard for his kids with a little ski chair going up to the, the swing set and then the kids could ski down this little carpet thing. And I'm thinking, I, I'm looking at this thinking, I'm such a failure. You know, I like, like I, I come home and my first, my first thing, my first words out of my mouth is I need a nap, you know, just because the days are pretty intense for me right now. And, and just, I want to just share with people like, the comparison trap is just that it's, it's, it's a trap. Um, there aren't rules to this. Again, we're all trying it. We're all trying it in our own way. And it's not something where, where we have experience with, you know, in so many ways. And the, uh, the other piece thinking about with it is it just, it's just interesting as a, as a pastor, you know, here's, there's this beautiful command to take a Sabbath one day a week where you like, you do nothing. And here we're getting this extended Sabbath and, and that invitation part you're mentioning, Martha is interesting to me. And I've said this to you before privately, but I really find I, 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 I think about it a lot. You know, I, if I could end this today, as soon as we're done this call, if I could press a button and end it, I would absolutely like, it just, it makes me teary to even think about like the pain that I'm seeing and witnessing and hearing from people. People are losing their businesses, loved ones sick. Like it just, it just, just rips my heart out. If we could end that in a second, I'm sure we all could. And the other thing. We will probably. We will. We will. will. And the other part is this, is this also this part that's, that's, keeps on thinking and I don't want to forget what I'm learning here. You know, I don't want to forget what we're learning here. I I don't want to in some weird way go back to the way everything was before. You know? Um does that make sense, Martha? Does that like resonate? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I would I would just gently um remind all of us and you too that uh I think for many people, the energy of the Sabbath isn't what's present. And that we think we have all this time and maybe some people have lots of time and are bored silly or depressed or twiddling their thumbs or enjoying whatever they're enjoying. Um, Many of the people that I am seeing and speaking to also are having small children home. They're doing 10 times as much work as they normally did. If they still are lucky enough to have a job, they're trying to do their job and homeschool their kids and whatever, make meals and think about groceries that need to be wiped down before whatever and I mean it's just so 
that's where I keep thinking that we're um, tricking ourselves. Um, and I just really want that is again, this relentless kindness is the truth is even you as a pastor are doing so much work, more pastoring right now. And you're not in Sabbath. No. <laughs> no, this is not a Sabbath. Anyway, so that's, that's cutely just a reminder. Um, I do not want to forget on one level what we are learning. And I'm not sure we know what we're learning. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it would be very easy to quickly look for, oh, we're learning that we want and need to spend more time together in this kind of way or that kind of way or this. And I think it's too soon to tell. Yeah. You right. know, like the easy, easy, easy does it of there are going to be lessons and takeaways for each of us. And as a society, I hope that we remember. And I don't know what that is yet. Like we are so in it. Yeah. To have objectivity of what we're getting from it seems crazy. A beautiful uh, woman that I sometimes follow, Elizabeth Gilbert, um, had some very significant things happen in her life and she had a public speaking engagement in the middle of it and everybody was curious what was going on and she just humbly said i am in my life i'm living it i cannot speak of it like i'm through it and so I request you not ask me to know yet. And that feels true here. Boy, Martha, that's really powerful. You know, I, it was on a phone conversation with, with a dear friend. And, you know, for me, I, when I get racing ahead and I sort of want to get out of the pain, like easiest way for me to get out of the pain is to start making plans. <laughs> We're all doing that too. <laughs> So, you know, so I, I talked to a dear friend of mine, Scott, and I was like, oh, Scott, you know, I got this idea, and I get this one, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, and, and, and he said, Chuck, you know, it's essentially it's too soon to have plans. You know, like, how can you have plans when, you're, you're, when we're in the middle of it, you know? And, and I keep on thinking, no, I got a plan. And no, there's, there's just something about, like, allowing this moment to teach us, you know, uh, is, is well, and, the, and here's the thing. The reason you're making plans is because the intensity might be too much in this moment. And that's where this relentless kindness. Yeah. Like, of course, Chuck, it's too much. You just help somebody bury their beloved. You know of 10 people that are losing their business. You know so-and-so's sick whatever you know as a pastor. And 
relentless kindness might be two naps a day. <laughs> and you're like, man, I just got to do something. I should do something more. And I don't know. I just feel like let's look in those moments where we have an opinion that we shouldn't do X, Y, Z, or we should do this. And it's just like, what would relentless kindness? And when I say relentless kindness, I just want to bring back also to you. For me, this is a deepening in the trust of the divine and falling back into the beloved's kindness for me, for the way I'm wired, for the way you're wired. Like, an all-loving God knows I'm weird at certain things. I have anxiety. I have good ideas. I have dumb ideas. And relentless kindness is there for the whole package. Well, and, and that is, I just want to say something that might on, on New Church Live, but today I woke up and I literally started laughing like, it's called Good Friday and Jesus hung on a cross, you guys. Like, that's concerning to me. <laughs> and then I just thought there's some parallels happening. Like, you just say, oh, we're in Sabbath, and we have all this time off, and blah, blah, blah. No. Hey, people, some of us are hanging on crosses. Some aren't. Some are having fun. And it all gets included. But just let's just pause. <laughs> it, it is Good Friday, I'm very sure. And people lost their life. Yeah. Yeah, or that's and a, let's bring relentless kindness to that. All of it, all of it gets included. All of it gets included. I, I think about this 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 beautiful line that came to mind as you were saying that. You know, and I I love this I love this idea. You know, I used to coach swimming for for lots of years there, and, and anytime you're trying to teach someone to swim, the first trick is to teach them to relax you know, that, that actually doing anything faster and harder in swimming actually is counterproductive. And Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Let's and breathe right there. And when you can't relax, relax about not being able to relax. Relax, yeah. And if I somebody it. says relax and you're like, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Relax about being non-relaxed. Yeah, I was I was sharing with somebody yesterday, Martha. You know that whole like you need to relax is a little like when your kids are little and they can't fall asleep, so you tell them to try harder. <laughs> it just it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Well, the, the the saying I so love is 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 tr is this, which is just I love this saying. So let's 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 both take a breath because I think this is so big. which is this saying, trust that the water will hold you. You know, trust that the water will hold you. And that to me speaks to the divine 
that to me speaks to, to to God's holding through through all of this. Even even I mean, we talk all the time about blessed, broken, and shared. Yes. Oh my goodness, we've seen that volume turned up, you know, to about <laughs> about ten, <laughs> you know, in so many ways. In that trust that the water will hold you, you know, because it will. Martha, to to close this, um, you know, first off, huge congratulations on just thanking you on just everything you offer to so many people. I should say thanks, not congratulations. You know, just thank you for all the things that you offer. And, uh, you know, do you have any, have any closing thoughts or do you have a question that you wish I'd asked you? Um, anything else that you'd like to just throw in there as sort of a closing piece? Um, I just feel, um, passionate about easy does it we're all new at it the person down the street the person on Facebook your mother none of us know about this and we're all new at it and I do believe it's a call from the divine to say <clears throat> how can I help you know that you are loved? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can I help you know you are loved in this moment? In this moment. In this moment. Like Good Friday is about crucifixion. And the terror, the fear is really destroying a lot of parts of people that has been difficult. And I just think, like, what is it to bring such a deep kindness and love to those parts of us without judgment, without... I got to get it right. I got to do this time right. I got to be productive. I got to be more spiritual. That's one of mine. I got to be more spiritual. And apparently, we're all, all held by the water. All of us, all parts of us are held by the water. So. Oh, that's beautiful, Martha. Yeah. And I would just say thank you so much for the privilege to chat and to all those of you out there in whatever place you are, that it too gets included. You, your place on the planet, in your heart, in your mind, it all gets included. Mm. Yeah, Martha, I just, yeah, that's beautiful. And I just, as you're saying that, I, I love the phrase from uh, Richard Rohr, it all belongs, you know. Exactly. That's my parting line. Parting line, it all belongs. And all of you belong. All of you belong. All parts of you belong. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Beautiful. Well, Martha, thank you again. Love you to pieces. So appreciate everything you've been able to offer here today. And to those of you who are 
who are watching online, thank you for joining us. I, I hope this live streamed. If it didn't, you're going to get a hard copy here. <laughs> so uh, thank you, folks. Blessings. And I'm sure I speak for Martha here as well. You know, if there's anything we can do to help, like don't, don't hesitate to reach out. We're here for people. So blessings, everyone. Take care. Blessings. Bye-bye.